Amen. Praise the Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Welcome back to the Reformation Revival Conference Call. Praise the Lord. This is a ministry of supplication, international ministry. You can visit our website at ElvisIverson.com. Um, pray about becoming a partner. Hallelujah. And, and planting a seed. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. We only have one more time. We only have one more time, amen, to, to have a conference call for this year. And hold on. Um, November 10th. November 10th on Sunday at 7.30 Central Time. Praise the Lord. And and that will be our last for, for this year. Praise God. And, and next year we'll start up again. But if you want to stay in touch, you can stay in touch by finding me on Facebook, Elvis Iverson or Supplication International Ministries, or or becoming a partner, amen, and prescribing to our newsletter. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. So and, and also pray about supporting this ministry. Amen. Today we have with us Bill Bryan, amen, a man of God. Hallelujah. This guy is, is um, hallelujah, let's just say that... Um, um, the devil does not like him. Hallelujah. He he's on the list that, that the devil does not he does not the devil does not like him. He's on the top top wanted list. You know, religious spirits are out to get him, but 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 he keeps on thriving, hallelujah, and perseverance, hallelujah. Glory to God. And last night last night we had a powerful prayer meeting here and we prayed for God to to release and I believe that God's gonna accelerate build more and more into the apostolic, but tonight he has a word that is upon his heart. He's been preparing for, for a couple of months for this word, hallelujah. So today, Bill Bryan, amen, hallelujah, will we'll, um, we'll share this word with us today. I'm turning it over to Bill Bryan, amen. Thank you, Elvis. Yeah, my name is Bill Bryan, like Elvis said. Um, I'll just tell you a little bit about myself real quick, and uh been following Jesus 15 years wholeheartedly, and, you know, I started out uh, faithful, small things, uh, worked, you know, just kept being faithful, following Jesus, uh, obeying the Spirit, and worked, uh, you know, matured uh, an evangelistic calling. God sent people into my life to um, to mature that, to, uh, you know, to develop that part of, of who I am, and, uh, and about uh, about eight years into that, uh, God called me, put put an apostolic uh, calling on my life, and that that He just showed me that nobody starts off uh, in in heavy apostolic ministry. Never have, never, no one ever will. You know, the Apostle Paul. One thing I want to do on this call is clear up some myths. You know some misunderstandings of apostolic ministry. Uh, you know even how uh, the church is is blown that um, you know that gift out of proportion. They, they in different ways. Um, you know we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. So, um, but uh, you know um, apostles aren't everything. You know, I, I want to start off to say that. You know, you know, I just want to title this thing first things first in apostolic foundations, and uh, apostles are are first in order, but 
that's all it is. It's an order. You know, this this doesn't mean they're greater than anybody else. This just means, okay, first apostles, second prophets, third teachers. We all, we all have heard that verse. Uh, that just means um, you put your sock on before you put your shoe on. Now, is the is the sock greater, you know, the shoe greater than the sock or vice versa? No, it's not. And uh, apostles, when they when they go into a city, you, you know, you know, thank God for the first wave of apostles, like like Elvis in his teachings, he talks about, because God is, you know, this this ministry, this is an end time ministry. Apostles have always been, and prophets have always been, but things have been so uh, in disarray. Man has denied the call of God, denied following the Spirit. You know, there's been apostles and prophets that have broke through over the centuries, etc. You know, the John Wesleys and many others. Um, but, uh, you know, this is a special end-time ministry that the Holy Spirit's doing. This is, this is a, a, he's raising up many apostles and prophets to usher in the king. You know, this, this is a special thing. God is, is, is hastening us. He's calling out, you know. You know, if, if any apostles and prophets in, in these end days, if they've been able to, uh, to do more than, than, than other apostles and prophets in, in history, probably because they're standing on the shoulders of, of other men. You know, God has been uh, teaching, downloading revelation into many uh, prophetic people for, for many years, you know, for the last uh, few decades. You, you know, the Kenneth Hagans, the, the Bill Hammonds, etc. <clears throat> and, um, and, he's, and he's got his prophetic visionaries, Etc. You know, paving the way uh, in in uh, in the last uh, decade or so too. Also, you know, it's, it's a so anyway. Um, you know, um, apostles. Uh, let's see here. Okay. Okay. The science of an apostle. What what did Paul say? He, he said, uh, you know, they're they've got signs and wonders in their ministry. With all perseverance and mighty deeds. Now, remember, uh, the Apostle Paul. Um, it was 13 years, approximately, before he went on his first missionary journey. You know, many people look at Paul and thought he was, you know, the cat's meow from day one. You know, he went to Arabia. The Bible says I think it's for for three years, and. Uh, um, you know, God taught him a lot of, you know, a lot of revelation, et cetera. But, but still, even after that, it was many years of, of pressing in, of, uh, of obedience, of, of crucifying the flesh, of getting the anointing, um, you know, trial and error, et cetera, working with other people, understanding the gifts, how they work to get different, all different, all kinds of different things. <clears throat> and, um, Okay, I want to ask a question, an open-ended question here. Anybody can answer this. What is the greatest gift in the Bible? Anybody can answer that? I'd have to probably say salvation. You know, the, the, the spiritual gifts, your know, office gifts. Oh. Okay. It's kind of a trick question. A lot of some people would say uh, apostles is the greatest gift. No, no, it's not. 
um, your gift is the greatest gift in the Bible because your that is the only thing that will usher usher you into the presence of the great. That is the only thing that you you will receive rewards for. Yeah, there's gift mix, but but we have primary uh, gifts and secondary, etc. And uh, you know, there's never, there's never. Let me just. I want to clarify this myth. You know, there's no one man shows. There's only one actually, and that's Jesus. And Paul, when Paul went into a city, um, I guarantee you. You know, he he was prayed up, he was rested up because he knew he had a. He first of all, he went there with a team, and uh, and when he went in there, he was he was one of his uh, biggest prayers was God, pray that we would lack no gift, and he knew he only had a certain amount of time, him and his team, to put something in place that people could work out of, everybody could find their place. So they could be who they were called to be, and uh, he knew that they only had so much strength and so much time to for that allotment to to get that structure in place. So you you had something everybody could function out of, and and it, you know, a body put the body together, and uh, you know and you all want to say this that um, <clears throat> many people think that apostles are going to receive the greatest rewards. That's another myth. That's a fallacy. There will be many prophets, many evangelists, many pastors and teachers who receive greater rewards than some apostles. There will be faithful apostles that persevered, etc. That, that was a gift given by Christ. It, God is, a, is not um, a respecter of persons. He is not a respecter of persons. And uh, so the what you're going to be rewarded for is that you were true to the spirit that you were that you were um you were faithful you know you worked as a team with other people you worked alongside other people you you uh you loved one another you didn't create strife you you didn't uh you matured your gift you passionately prayed and fasted, uh, heard the Lord and obeyed that, and taught others to do the same. There will, there will be there will be pastors that receive greater rewards than apostles. There there will be teachers and evangelists, uh, and vice versa. You know they, there will be uh, teachers that re- receive greater rewards, even prophets too. Uh, absolutely. So these gifts we we have to put them in perspective, and and if we don't. Everybody's striving to, to be to be the best, to, to be number one, and, and, and that that is a fallacy. A pro, a, an apostle, he just has every apostle needs people around him, and that apostle is not there to tell everybody what to do. He has, he just has a special anointing to to deal with people, to recognize things, and get everybody in place. And it, pretty soon, his job's done. And he goes to the next town. And, you know, there's going to be faithful uh, uh, green apostles. There's going to be, you know, faithful mature prophets. You know, they'll be traveling with these apostles too. But these people, these other gifts, I mean, they're going to be, you know, there's people that are called to an area. They're they're not called to travel. 
some people, thank God, some people are called to travel. And, uh, you know, if you don't have, you don't have that, that grace on your life, be careful what, what you pray for. You know, be careful what you want to, what you want to, uh, you know, aspire. But, but most of all, hear what God is saying to be what he's calling you to be. You know, Ern Baxter, a uh, great man of God, God used in the 70s and 80s, uh, who I, I've listened to about every sermon you can find of his on the Internet, Pro- probably close to 500 I've listened to him. And one of his main things that he said over and over, apparently he's seen this a lot, is to find, he's seen this a lot, that he, he saw people who were trying to be something that they weren't. And, and, and it created havoc in their life, created havoc with other people. You know, it just, you can't build. And, you know, when, when somebody is a horse and they want to be a donkey, you're going to run into trouble. You, you don't know your identity. You don't know your place. And nothing is ever, never going to flow. In, in that group of people, there will never be anything that flows. So everybody has to know who they are. And how do you do that? I'm going to tell you this. It comes out of, here was one place that God showed me this, was the Occupy Pray or no, the Occupy LA group. I was down there, and in the beginning weeks uh, of that of that movement, it was a secular movement. But I learned so much from those people. I've never seen such unity, and and because they came together as a group, they had a purpose, they had a cause to rally around, just like we do, the cross. You know that 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 Jesus, that God sent His Son to die. That, that we would have life, that we, we, we would have a, a purpose in life to, to, to be the body of Christ, everybody find their place, hear the Holy Spirit, and be true to that, be true to yourself. And in, in only in that, if you're, if you're true to yourself, you will find more peace, more glory, more purpose, more uh, satisfaction, etc. You'll know what to do with there isn't when 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 apostolic ministry comes in and working with with other other the other gifts, and the structure is set in place, you know, um, there is there will God will stay as long as the people can get along and as long as the people desire to do as well. Except that's the way it's always been, and and I'm I'm a firm believer with with Elvisopherson that we are can never be without revival anymore. That is God's will. And we, we have enough revelation on the planet in the body of Christ that, that, that we, we had to under, start understanding these things more and more. And uh, there will be so much opportunity and time when, when a revival goes on for you know, six months, a year, five years, ten years, it will, it will keep going. I guarantee you everybody's going to have their chance to be honored. And according to your faithfulness, according to, to how you pressed in and you, you, you obeyed God and you loved his people, and uh, so um, I got a call coming in here. Anyway, I'm going to keep going here just for a little bit longer. I got it. Anyway, so, um, but, but we have to understand this. That we are all going to replace everything that everyone has, every revelation that everyone has. You will get your opportunity to share that in order, 
in 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 the place that the Holy Spirit says it is your time. When 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 the spotlight's on you, you 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 just be who you are. You know, in humility, and and give God the glory, and you you will be honored as much as as, as you'll you'll ever want. I guarantee it. Anybody, anybody. So it, it's not a it's not a matter. You know, I just want to set things straight that that we have to put these things in perspective. What everybody's role is, and 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 stay into that and stay in that context. And, and work out of that, out of that grace. Everybody working out of their grace, working together as a team. So, but back to the Occupy LA, what I, the main thing I learned from them was, yeah, they, they, they submitted to one another. They came together as a group. And this is what we have to do. They, God is saying this. It is time to do this. If we do not do this, when God does move, and his people are not prepared. They didn't make preparations for him to come and have a resting place. He will move on. If we are not fully ready, if we have not prayed this through and meditated on it, and everybody found their place, he will move on. But if we submit to one another in love, in the bond of peace, just like Paul talks about, etc., he will stay for a long, long time. As long as, as you can keep Keep the you know keep the spirit amongst the people the love the bond of peace everything um, people loving him not getting off on on trails etc. And uh, so we must prepare now. Every one of us we come together as a group, and when you do that, when when everybody submits to one another, that's the that's the that's the ultimate goal. John, I think it's seventeen. That we would all be one, as as correct as Jesus and the Father are one. That we would be one with Him. That is the goal. And until we submit to one another, and we get in a group, and everybody, when there's a group of people there, and you just be who you are, everybody will notice the grace of God on your life, and everybody will be in agreement. Hey, this person, that's his job. Just let him do that. This person can do this. Hallelujah. And keep praying that we would lack no gift, that we would lack nothing. In, in, in these, in these um, home groups, house churches, whatever you want to call them, uh, different, different fellowships, the prayer houses, you know, that are springing up, you know, across America and, and the world. So, um, but anyway, we, we have to do this stuff. And, and until we submit to a group, we will never know who we are. If we stay off by ourselves, we will get into fantasies, into you know we don't even know who we are, because we're not we're not connected to the body. You you can have Picasso's hand, you can have the most talented, gifted hand, Picasso's hand, and if it's not connected to a body, that hand is worthless. It's just flopping over there on the ground. I mean, as beautiful and, and as much grace that's on 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 that man's hand as, as an example. It's worthless. So we have to, we have to come together, and and everybody connect to the body. We find and then we can work together. Nobody has 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 a, uh, a monopoly on anything. If if you are anything, it is only by the grace of God. And if you've pressed in, you persevered, 
You will be on. I guarantee you the Father sees that, and everything done in secret will be brought in the open. He promised that. Everybody. And uh, so we, we have to broaden our, our horizons. We have to humble ourselves, and we have to find our place and, and work it through, and work it through. Because there's plenty of believers, even in America. I mean, we know it's a little, it's a lukewarm nation. We know that, but God has His remnants here. America, I believe, is special. And you know, us Gentiles, we better get our act together because when the Jewish people come in, they're probably gonna uh, embarrass us a little bit. And you know, I mean, they're gonna help us out. They're gonna say, "Brother, here, let me show you some things." You know, and that, that, that's fine. I mean, they're the root, you know. But, I mean, God has his grace on us. We can do more than enough. But they are special people. They will come in and definitely contribute a lot. And, um, okay, another thing I want to talk about, I want to talk about the 35 Revelation. And uh, um, Mike Nickel, this is an encounter he had um, a couple of decades ago. You know, maybe it was a little bit longer than that, but uh, in this in this encounter, okay, a prophet told confirmed to him that day. He said, "You will have the the strongest encounter today you've, with with God that you ever had." And um, and so, of course, that's going to put anybody you know on pins and needles. But anyway, Mike said, as soon as he hit the pillow, he fell asleep, and he's standing he stand before God. In 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 the I think in the body or I mean he said he was there that's how he put it and in this uh, you know there was a couple of different elements to this encounter I don't you know I'm just going to hit on the main thing but um, but in this God asked Mike to get, to get in in a, in this chariot these two angels brought this chariot and he knew it represented apostolic ministry. And uh, and he's screaming no, because he probably understood what, what what that takes. So maybe a little bit, maybe the, you know, the atmosphere there in heaven kind of had some revelation to think, you know, how much dying to self, how much perseverance, you know, things that Paul talked about, Jesus talked about, you know, forsaking all, um, you know, homeless, uh, you know, all kinds of things. We'll we'll go through that verse here in a second, and. Um, so anyway, um, Mike didn't want to get in this chariot, and so anyway, the angels grabbed him and put him in this, and you know he's screaming no, and anyway, the chariot chariot rides off into this blue ocean, blue space or something, which, which he said he knew represented uh, the, the knowledge of God. Okay, and he said he turned back, and there was a whole line of of uh, of People, I don't know if there were men. I don't know if there's any women in or not. But, but, uh, but the angels were taking them one by one and putting them in chariots, and they're screaming no. And um, anyway, that was that. That was the encounter. Okay, you know, he told Bob Jones. Bob Jones says there was 35 of them. He says it's it's represents um, Isaiah 35, the highway of holiness, and. Uh, um, anyway, Bob Jones' track record, 
uh, is impeccable, you know, if anybody knows the history of IHOP, how it was established, that that prophecy is true. I mean, he's, I don't, I don't think he ever missed one of these prophecies that he, they gave IHOP, you know, back in the 80s to establish that uh, hop of prayer. But, so, um, but the point is that these, that these apostles will be coming forth. There's 35 of them, you know. Where they're going to be, et cetera, I, I'm not sure if they're even going to be all 30, if these were for America or what, I'm not sure. I, I'm pretty, I think it's probably, you know, guy do some research, you know, Mike only tells, you know, he, I don't know, maybe he doesn't even know. But um, anyway, but the, these 35, they're, they're, they, ha they have a, a breaker anointing on them. They, uh, you know, represent pure apostolic ministry. Um, you know, they're, they're going to come forth at some point, you know. Uh, I've studied the IHOP's history. I, I've listened to 80% of Mike Bickle's sermons. I, I know the history. I know the, the prophets that were used to establish that. I know, you know, this is a credible ministry, you know, lined up, you know, uh, with, the, with the prayer movement, the worship and prayer movement that God is establishing. Um, the leadership there is, you know, uh, quality, you know. Anyway, so, but I, I say this to every American. Be looking for these because, and be prepared. Do your part. Obey the Holy Spirit because when these 35 come forward to establish certain places, you know, revival centers, whatever, uh, there's going to be a, a special anointing there. There will be pure, undefiled, uh, the presence of God will be there. Uh, God in his fullness, you know, uh, setting people in place, the Holy Spirit setting people in place, those who are faithful, et cetera, uh, in whoever these 35 are, you know. Uh, you know, I've been doing this a long time. I've got signs and wonders been following me for several years. Uh, I've had some major encounters that, you know, I'll share with anybody that comes in, joins uh, the fellowship that, that Elvis and I and many others are part of, et cetera. I'll share them. Uh, am I going to put it on, you know, broadcast it on the Internet? No. I, I mean, I'll share some of my uh, signs and wonders and things like that at another time. But, um, but uh, these... Be ready for these. That's all I'm saying. Don't get caught off guard because these will come forth at, at a specific time, a special time, a perfect time, the fullness of time. And uh, so, you know, am I one of those 35? I don't know. I could be. God's never told me directly or anything. You know, have I obeyed and have I taken on apostolic uh, um principles and, and apply those to my life, absolutely. You know, different things, and uh, we'll talk about that another time, but um, uh, anyway, but I'll, I'll say this, you know, I'm looking for these 35. If I'm not one of the 35, I'm looking for them because I'll, I'll submit to, to that group of people to acquire the corporate anointing because the glory is going to be there, and there, will, there won't be a better place to grow to learn, to fellowship, to to feel the presence of uh, God, to to be in the uh, there be joy there. Um, it, it, these these are going to be special places. So um, 
anyway, uh, I want to now read First Corinthians. Here, here's, I want to read what Paul said. What, what's apostolic ministry like? Okay, uh, a couple of things Jesus said was, "You you must to be my disciple. You must you must uh, forsake all." Okay, um, he said the greatest must be the servant of all. Any anybody who desires to be in leadership, you you better you need a servant mentality. Basically, is what he's saying. Okay, First Corinthians four verse eight. Here's what Paul said. You are already full. You are already rich. You, are, you have reigned as kings without us, and indeed I could wish you did reign, and that we also might reign with you. For I think that God has displayed us, the apostles, last, as men condemned to death. For we have been made a spectacle to the world, both to angels and to men. Okay, before I read on, I want to comment. You have these guys on TV, three-piece suits, etc. The first waivers. Okay, as Elvis says, uh, God has used them to break down the strongholds that these gifts, you know, they, they've been put in the spotlight. You know, God has used them uh, in different ways, you know, to to break through, to you know, to establish certain truths, etc. But this, there's a second wave coming, and these these will be untrained men. These will be specifically trained by God. They they will they won't have, most of them will have hardly any formal education. You know, they'll, they'll come from broken places. They will have stories of, of provision, of God's guiding hand, of encounters, of revelations, of, uh, you know, they, they will, the flesh will be broken off of them. They, they will live for Christ and Him alone. And um, so understand that, that, this, that that is pure, undefiled apostolic ministry. Anything that Paul did and what Jesus did, anything... From away from what they described is is a deviation of apostolic ministry. There is there is no such thing. If if you want pure undefiled apostolic ministry, there is no such thing as as just doing pulpit ministry. Um, you know, et cetera. You know, uh, in 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 different ways. Okay, and uh, I mean, true apostolic ministry has a brick anointing. It goes into a city, it preaches with signs and wonders, it establishes, it, it, it gathers a group of people, and and they contribute who they are, their gifts, and, you know, that apostle, you know, has, has some good discernment, he understands the gifts, he can set things in place, but what makes it work is the body of Christ. It is not him. It is God working through his people. He, he has a, he's just the first in order, that's all it is. That's all it is. He is. He's not some, you know. He, he's he's obeyed God and all that, but uh, the day will come when God says, "Okay, you spent yourself. You did what I told you. You, you shared what I taught you. Now it's time to move on." Okay. And uh, okay. Okay, we are fools for Christ, but you are wise in Christ. We are weak, but you are strong. You are distinguished, but we are dishonored. To the present hour, we both hunger and thirst, and we are poorly clothed and beaten and homeless. And we labor working with our own hands. Being reviled, we bless. Being persecuted, we endure. Being defamed, we entreat. We've been made <clears throat> as the filth of the world, the offscouring of all things until now. Okay, so those last two words are very special, until now. See, that's the process 
of acquiring <clears throat> the apostolic anointing is out there in the trenches fighting. It didn't, it didn't come at seminary, and it didn't come because, you know, I got a congregation, and I read a couple apostolic books, and, and I got the pulpit, and, you know, I'm, I got, you know, a few revelations and whatever. No, it's not. That's, that's not pure, undefiled. That, that, that is not apostolic ministry that, that will change a city. And uh, these are apostolic people. They, they, are, they, were, they did not choose. They were chosen. Nobody would choose this. Nobody. They were chosen for, for some unknown reason. You know, God in his wisdom saw it, put the gift, the grace in that person's soul, in his spirit, and, 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 the, and the person just obeyed God. And uh, he, he's just, he's just, he's, an, he's a person, just an ordinary person with, with the spirit of God on him to do a certain task. And um, anyway, so, so let's see. Um, I think that's about it, Elvis. I'm going to close with a prayer here. And so, Jesus, Lord, I pray that the body of Christ would have a revelation of the gifts and that they, they would see the importance, the honor, the glory on every gift. And, Lord, if, if there's any, uh, Lord, I pray for the apostles out there because it's a hard life. It, it, uh, it's, it's not easy. But, God, you, you know, in Revelation it says uh, the stars are in his hands. You know, those are apostles, those stars. And this isn't the stars of, of as we know it, in Hollywood. These stars, the problem with the stars in Hollywood is they think their light comes from themselves. But the stars, the correct, the correct uh, uh, insight into, into a star is it acknowledges that its light, it's not come from itself, but it comes from its creator. And therefore, you know, it's, it's all right to be a star because you give God all the glory. He's the one that made you. He's everything that you are, the testimony of Christ. Then you take that out of there, and they're, they're uh, a pile of dirt, basically. And uh, so, Lord, we, um, we just pray, Lord, that, that the body of Christ will give a revelation, that everyone, is, everyone is, is, uh, has potential to be honored greatly, to, to, re, to receive rewards. Uh, you know, according to our, our, our uh, genuineness to obey the Holy Spirit, to be who we know we are, not something that we aren't, uh, not on a, you know, any kind of a, um, a trip or, or whatever. And uh, because there, are, there, there will be people and there are people that, that do, and, and we're all going to make mistakes, so it's, it's fine. We just have to recognize that mistake, whoever they are, and... Um, and move on. And, and Lord, it's everybody, we're all going to make mistakes. But if we have everybody around us, if we have God's faithful around us, his anointed, we will see, you know, the truth. And, and we will know how to do body ministry and how everybody to, is to do their part. And, uh, and, and we won't let anybody get too far off track because we're all there. You know, Paul said, you know, let two or three prophets uh, prophesy and let the people judge. Well, that we let them, we let the, let the people, let God's saints judge 
in every area, in all the gifts, not just the, the prophetic. You let them build. They're the ones that they're the ones who you know. Human beings are more than capable of of doing body ministry. God created them, and he and he, he created us for that. So we can recognize certain things on different people. And you know, every one of us are great in our own in our own regard. Uh, but we all, every single saint has their weaknesses, though, too. They, we need each other. And, Lord, I pray you would just start assembling Jesus, your body. Lord, bring a revelation of all the, all the office gifts, etc., how great every one of them are. And, uh, Lord, just uh, use us for your glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank Amen. you, all of us.